All right. This is episode 98, I think. I think it's episode 98. I never be knowing episode. I'll never be knowing episode on one. I think it's 98. Yo, and it's really 105 or something. (laughs) It's 98. I've been procrastinating, man. I've been procrastinating my ass off on this. I be doing a lot. So, Mm -hmm. what's it called? Yeah, episode 98. I'm with Rain from the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Yeah, man, what's up? I seen you did that that Tom Swift episode. What the hell was that, bro? Bro, I mean, shit, I followed that thing from start to finish and was still making episodes after. I got, yeah, I got more planned too. So that shit ain't over. Did you get, did you really get the dude from? Yep. I got the uh, co creator, I got uh, the bodyguard, and I got the mom. And I was trying to get Tom. Bruh, just fucking persistence. So I'm like, hey. I was like, hey, niggas. I'll be watching y'all. I'll be watching you, watching me. And I know you want to come on my show. How you talk your game. I've been watching you. You stupid. But no, man. Just, just, it was just persistence. That's what it was. I'm like, y'all need you me be- and I need y'all. I seen this shit because you was doing that shit on TikTok for a minute. Bro, that's to try. I, I fell off too. I got like five videos I ain't even edited that I should be like putting up there, but I'm tired. Shit, I'm tired. Content creating is hard, bro. Man, I was I was mapping out a plan what I'm going to do for um, my content. I'm like, God damn, this is tough. Mm-hmm. How do people yeah. do this shit nonstop? <laughs> I'm tired. It is like that. It'd be like that for real. So, um, them thrones. How we feeling about these? First of all, I hate niggas. I hate y'all niggas so much. (laughs) I seen somebody say, "We because I seen somebody say." You tell me House of Dragons is really called House of the Dragon. I said, I know you fucking lying. You see the mm-hmm. hashtag right there. And fam, I didn't even, I didn't register the the. And I've been like waiting on this for like a year. I was like, no, it's House of Dragon. No, House of the Dragon. Okay. Yeah, I had it all wrong. All and people wrong. like, and people like, it makes no sense. I'm like, yes, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> the House is House of the Dragon. No, nah, fam. It's one family. They did it wrong. Dragon. They did it wrong, <laughs> bro. See, that's how niggas be listening. How niggas love doing. They love right. <laughs> niggas love telling the nigga that base of what it's really supposed to be. No, for real. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, bro. It's a talent. It's talent. Just to disregard the print. <laughs> niggas don't give me fuck. I'm just like, bro, for real. Mm-hmm. But that episode was fire. I'm act. I'm gonna pretend like I was really into Game of Thrones like that. No, I was into it, but I just joined on late, so I wasn't like that into it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Man, fuck Game of Thrones. This shit. Um, they have no black people, so I'm. Hey, man, they got old boy. They got old. No, no, no. I'm saying Game of Thrones proper. They ain't have enough black people, so I'm gonna fuck them. House of Dragon or the Dragon. 
<laughs> Cisco's house. I'll, uh, I'm cool with them because <laughs> at least they got three blacks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My nigga, Cisco. That nigga, that nigga do kind of, he don't look like Cisco for real, but we're going to get these jokes off. Hey. Why he look like that? Man, I'm with him. He my favorite shit. I love seeing random ass uh, niggas in shows like they really belong there. Because that nigga look out of place like a motherfucker. And see, that's the thing, bro. I looked this before, like when this was first announced. And I was like, what are these black folks doing? And they're like, yeah, this is based off ancient Greece. And there was a mix of people. And And I'm like, okay, I'm with that. But if you ain't got a bunch of extras who are also black, then that doesn't make any sense. It's like you just like dropped this? the nigga into the show. Mm-hmm. It was like, <laughs> hey, you're dark. Marry this white woman. Bro. You too bro, can be. Mm-hmm. I always say this. I always tell people this all the time. I was like, you know, it only takes two generations to wipe out a bloodline. It only That's takes what happened. two. That's it what only takes two. What's that? One, two. We about three generations from the start of Game of Thrones. So, yeah. Yeah. They wiped <laughs> just the takes blacks two. out. That blackness uh, is about to be gone, boy. Cause honestly, and I'm you know, they y'all might give me shit for this, but what's what's homegirl? Ray Ray, Raynisha, what's her name? Yeah. Rain Ray. She don't, don't look fuck. white to me. She looked like she I, got a look, but I don't know. I thought the same thing. I was like, maybe some makeup or some shit. Nah, and we, so we, just, we just niggas that don't really watch Game of Thrones, so we just talking, we just talking about this <laughs> shit. I know for real. Because that's definitely that girl got a quart of something up in there. That's not all white. So. I do. One thing that I was, because I was, shout out to the premiere for making 10 million uh, viewership. Yeah, because for sure. I couldn't, I, didn't, I couldn't watch a Sunday. I think I had a headache, so I didn't watch it Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I tried to watch it Monday morning. And the HBO app kept closing it out anytime. It would like keep closing. The Apple kept closing in general anytime I to press the episode. Mm-hmm. Everything else would turn on. But that one specific, that one specific um, episode will just completely crash my app. I couldn't mm-hmm. even watch it till like yesterday afternoon, like almost evening. Mm-hmm. But watching that yeah, shit, first of all, I think people are saying you can already kind of see some parallels, which I can see a little bit from characters in the first show. Mm-hmm. But I knew I've ripped that. That I know I've ripped that that baby was gonna die. See, I didn't know if it was the baby. I knew somebody. I felt somebody was gonna die. But that also, baby. nigga, is the baby dead? Not nah, a baby's dead. All right. They said it. That baby's dead. <laughs> that baby is dead. Mm-hmm. Or the Cause fuck the way they fucking mutilated his mom, yeah, the baby probably went into shock. The fuck? And I'm just like, oh my god, bro. Like I said, giving choose, first of all, choosing between because hmm. you could you didn't know what the gender of a child was gonna be. Choosing between that's, a, that's what I was 50 saying. 50 chance of you having a son and your wife. Mm-hmm. Is crazy. He said, "Fuck her," and he didn't even get the son. I'm that. like, "God damn, right. <laughs> that baby is dead." He said, "Fuck it." Make my daughter. Let make my daughter um fucking queen. King, queen, yeah. Shit, if I was her, I'd say, "Fuck you, nigga." All that hit to shit he put her through. She wasn't gonna say that, but 
And you're like, you killed my mom, nigga. Fuck you. Hey. Well, shit, you never gave a fuck about her either. So, like, nigga. And first of all, okay, also, nigga. the cousin. Was it the cousin or the, or the younger brother? The younger brother. Her uncle, the king's brother. That nigga was wilding, yo. Man, I loved it. That nigga, that nigga was crazy. Wilding. Like, <laughs> the, I was like, did these niggas actually commit these crimes? Or, like, is he just yeah, wilding? And that's what I'm saying. I was, I was at first I didn't know that they were criminals. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? What are you doing? Niggas but just pointing shit. people like thief, murderer, rapist. Like, I'm like, what? Uh-uh. Because now it's like you call a, a a woman a witch. It's like we back in them times, so we don't know. That's we what it felt know. like, man. It felt like somebody was like, <laughs> like somebody be like nigger, and I got to take off running. Like, oh shit, no, for real. I'm high, no, high telling real. out of there, boy. Shit. Yeah, fuck them, man. It's my shit, though. No, for sure. I'm definitely tuning in for season two. Shit, Uh, episode two. This show is fire. Like, I'm tuned. I'm tuned the fuck into what's going on. I am tuned in. Mm -hmm. Have you seen uh, rap shit? Nope, never heard of it until like two weeks ago. Nigga, you sleep, bro. Hey, I'm telling you, yeah. It's Issa yeah. Rae's new shit. And see, I've I've actually heard of like the title before, and I think a while back. But like I just saw on HBO maybe a, a week ago, like the actual imagery and clips and shit. I was like, all right. It's a lit show. I think um, I'm really into it. I know for a fact one of my friends she enjoys it more than Insecure. Actually, two, mm, okay. two of my friends enjoy it more than Insecure, but they didn't like Insecure that much. Mm. They were That's not fair. into Insecure. Yeah, they weren't into Insecure as much as most people were. One of them actually hated yeah. it. <laughs> one of them hated it. That's fair too. You know, you ain't gotta like it because it's black. But rap shit, I think what makes you rap shit is so kind of. For me, not to, I can't just speak on Miami culture, but I know mm-hmm. for sure Kid Fury, he writes on the show. Okay, yeah, I heard that. And I think he's actually in the show. <laughs> he, was, well, he was in an episode or two. Okay. And it kind of does its best to tap into that Miami culture of, it does its best to tap into to that Miami culture, like separating the lavish lifestyle versus what it's really like. Yeah. And the ratchetness and how crazy shit kind of gets down out there. And mm-hmm. the way it's shot is interesting to where it almost looks like everything is done from a dig from like a digital lens in the sense of mm. how everyone's so fixated on social media. Okay. Like so a lot of it, like you see a lot of footage is like footage through like seems like it's done through camera recordings or FaceTime mm. or an Instagram okay. story. Okay. Or an IG Live. We'll like Okay, let me turn this shit off. That's what's up. But also, fuck HBO for like getting rid of all this other shit. But, I know we're gonna talk about that too, because them niggas right, start. Them yeah. niggas pissing me. We gonna get into that. Let me. I'm gonna wrap this up. Really good show. Really good. Really good <laughs> fucking show. It is. <laughs> no, it's it's a really good show. I love it. No, I believe you. you wrap this shit up. I, I I love it so much. Uh, 
Also, I'm always, I'm always here for bad bitches rapping. I'm okay. always here for bad bitches rapping. You got that energy. I'm like, yes, yes, treat me like shit. Ah, step on my neck. No. Okay. Oh, <laughs> a big old titty shit. Okay. Now get aggressive oh, in your song. Pretty though. short. Hey. Okay. But it is, it's. I saw people yeah. trying to make the Atlantic comparisons, and I'm like, please do not make me do this because I like this show. And mm-hmm. if you're going to start bringing up Atlanta, I'm going to have to start <laughs> shitting on rap shit because I think Atlanta's mm-hmm. in a tier of its own. Well, even just looking at the list of episodes, like this very much is Easter. Like, even if I didn't know, like, even the way like the episodes are named, the thumbnail, like, this does look very, very in that Issa Rae lane. It has, it has more characterization, honestly, okay. than Insecure does. Because Insecure cool, seemed cool. like it only focused on Issa and left everybody else kind of in the background. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This one, you have episodes, like, it's clearly. Based around these two girls who were friends in high school and like are starting a yeah. rap group, then you have an episode directly about around the woman who's around the woman, uh, I think the lesbian lesbian girl mm-hmm. who's like a pimp <laughs> and be pimping okay. out and like pimps out hoes to try right, to man. like to kind of try to be like well connected in the city and how she's going to start playing a part in their overall story. How the baby father is going to start playing a role in the story, like it is, it is very interconnected with each other, and I think that's one thing that I do appreciate more. Yeah, just I didn't realize this how the episode entitled something for the city, something for the girls, something for the hood, something for the club. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get it. But this it's classic, and it has the same humor as Insecure does too. So if you like the jokes from Insecure. Oh, I love this show because I'm just yeah. I just be just giggling sometimes. Like, man, Issa, Issa thinks she's funny. Yeah, I definitely could watch it because I I don't know why I thought this was like a 50 minute show. No, this is only like 30 minutes. So yeah, I can mm-hmm. I could start this and knock this shit out. Shit, I just finished Sandman and that was the 50 50 minute episode. So I still need to I still need to watch Sandman, yo. I still need to watch Sandman. I've been slipping. It's a show. I've been slipping because I love the comic book. Okay. Then, yeah, you definitely need to watch it then. I've been slipping. I I forgot that shit came out. Man, say, I only watched it because I was doing laundry on the clock. And I was like, well, let me throw something out. Bro, that's that work from home shit. Fam, <laughs> bro, I sat down, man. I, I, I was watching it through my lunch. Didn't even clock out. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, system mm. issues. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Bruh. But let's get, let's, let's roast, let's roast the HBO and Warner Brothers real quick. Uh, pussy. I will yeah, say this. Up? I will say this. I was not mad at I was not mad at what they initially said they were going to do. Which was Okay, what? you're going to merge these two streaming services together. I said, whatever. Mm-hmm. Cool. You're going to cancel some of these mess. Cause some of those DC movies, they weren't going to be good. And they just look like just they're going to be a mess anyways. Cancel those. Cool. Whatever. Then like, oh, all those shows that we said we were canceling, yeah, we're removing them completely and Which writing is... them off on a tax for a tax credit. I was like, what? I was like, 
Are you are you for real? Shit, wow, bro. I had to yeah. I had to sit here and rush to finish close enough before because I didn't get a chance to I kind of watched a little bit of it. I didn't even get a chance to finish season three. I had to just rush and finish it all without really enjoying it. Just so I could finish it before they removed it completely. And yeah, I don't know about another me. stock and fell by three point two billion dollars. Good. Good. I'm like, bro, Good. people came all over to buy this app. Yeah. Um, they're shitty. What I think is happening is the same thing that happened in the nineties when you had this renaissance of like nothing but black shows. And that's how I feel like even though it's not targeting just black shows because we've made the switch to streaming and a lot of people may not own physical copies of stuff they enjoy. Mm-hmm. Now you're wiping this shit away. It's like you're doing the same thing you did with uh, Martin and Living Sango and uh, was the Wayne's brother. Like all of these black ass or black culture adjacent shows that were just gone. And I feel like we're doing it again because what is the point? Yeah, get your taxes off and all that shit. But HBO that was tax, one of here's the thing, that tax apps. write off for the residual. They're not paying residuals. Those residuals don't go to people's pockets. That goes to their union. Two, that goes to their union so they can pay for health care and pay for dental care and shit like that. Like, this is not going to anybody's mm-hmm. pockets. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, this yeah, guy's a cheap bastard. Yeah. Like, for Shark Week, my nigga? You think we fuck about Shark Week, bro? Like, if it ain't it House of the f- Shark, then I don't care. It is infuriating to me because the one thing that has been a constant mm-hmm. anytime, anytime Warner or anything Turner broadcast related has been sold. Cartoon Network and Adult Swim has always been the one is it's always like had to pay a price for it. Every single mm-hmm. time. Yeah, that's fucked up. Every single time. And these niggas is true. Like, you cancel the Amazing World of Gumball movie. Would it would it have been good? Probably not. But peop, that is one of the most popular Cartoon Network shows. Yeah, yeah. You that's, cancel that movie. Yeah. The one Batman show that was supposed to be a sequel to Batman the Animated Series. I love that show. Mm-hmm. You cancel that. My nigga, how do you cancel Sesame Street? Yeah, that's again you targeting marginalized folks. Uh, I yeah, there's because even even with Tom Swift, and I bring that up because of the fucking mergers and shit moving around or whatever. But because they CW, didn't even have right? yeah CW, they didn't even have a mid season finale, and I know they was like get these gay niggas. Out of here, just do the whole season, get it out, be done. Because, and they said in in this article talking about the merger, we want to go back to more traditional values. Okay, sis, you have a shit ton of superhero shows. You got Tom Swift, which is like one of his kind, and then you got like old fucking Gossip Girl episode. Like, what are you trying to get back to? We have Hallmark, we have Lifetime. Do we really need that? I don't know, Christian adjacent as shit like uh, I don't know, man. It seems okay. like it's cause 
and it seems like they want to go back to very super scripted television or whatever. And then reality shows. Here's the one thing about reality TV that a lot of people don't know. The real, yeah, reality shows were coming up in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. The big boom of the reality TV wave was in 08. The reason that became the big boom is the writer's strike. The writer's strike, You, I talk about this all the time. The reason why it seems like a lot of movies and TV shows were ass in 08, 09, a lot of these scripts could not be touched. So some movies continue production without a script. Or would be just barely a treatment of the story, and they just had to make it up as they went. And so they said, okay, to fill airtime, we're going to do a lot of unscripted television. Mm-hmm. And that's what you got. It became very yeah. popular, but mm-hmm. that was never meant to be fully sustainable to me. I think you have certain ones that are outliers. You have, of course, Big Brother's going to be here forever. Real Housewives mm-hmm. is going to be here forever. Love Island is not my thing, but people love it. And of course, you have mm-hmm. The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. These are staples that are going to be there forever. And then you have your mm-hmm. in-betweens that kind of last a season. I don't think making an entire, making that kind of television, your base is what you're trying to do, is a mess. And a smart person, okay, if we do want to rebrand HBO Max, let's redo the interface. Let's make mm-hmm. sure the Come servers, on. Come on. make sure the servers are ready and can hit. Yo, like, cause yeah, the the server for the most part, it's like when I had HBO Go. HBO Go is the worst because everybody used to live tweet through Insecure season three. Mm-hmm. The moment I press play, it will mm-hmm. play, and then that app would freeze. Yeah, everyone's trying to watch it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Fix like we can, one thing that we can, I could talk shit about Netflix all I want, but when it's time for some shit to drop. That they know mm-hmm. niggas gonna be waiting on. That's those servers are going to be intact. They know. They know what's up. Like it's that's the thing. Like people. And another part of it that pisses me off, based off what you said, is that folks act like they don't understand internet. Black folks specifically, but black folks, young folks, and the internet has changed the way we consume media. If you're not accommodating or rising to the occasion, then that's boohoo for you. Like you said, Netflix is prepared. I've been on Netflix long enough where it has crashed because too many people was watching. And it was like, all right, never again. We're not losing this money. We're charging these niggas. But HBO has been shit for years. This app has not been user-friendly all the time. And um, and I think that folks think, oh, I get this show, just throw it up, and that's enough. It's not enough. Nigga, niggas want to live tweet. Niggas want to be in stuff that they like. like I don't know, bro. You, you get know, it. You falling off, man. You falling off. You get it, like, and and the one thing that was so cool about this, you would think, fix up HBO Max and then put a Discovery Plus hub, in the same way that Disney has a National Geographic hub. First of all, you if you want to change from H, the name from HBO Max, because that could be confusing, call it Warner Brothers Plus or Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers Plus or Warner Brothers something. You know, then you can, have H- you can have an HBO uh, HBO hub. Then just mm-hmm. yeah, HBO hub. 
Warner Brothers Originals, DC, TCM, all of that. And then mm-hmm. just put just put Discovery somewhere in there. People will probably be into it. Yeah. But no. They want to put... I don't even know what they're going to do anymore. And again, their plans for DC isn't bad. Mm. DC does need to be fixed. And Absolutely. like, well, what about the flat? They spent 300 M's on that Flash movie. They're going to try their best to not lose 300. I don't think people understand. 300 M's, if you lose that much money, that will kill a studio. Mm. Warner Brothers already lost 500 M's because of Tenet. Mm-hmm. That Tenet release, yeah, them niggas lost 500 M's. <laughs> and no one talks about it. You can't lose 500 M's. Yeah. That's that's a hell of a lot. But and also, then, these niggas too big for their bridges. Get you a fucking rude awakening. Niggas switch some shit up. You suck. But yeah. They need something to switch. Because the one thing I just, I've always had this fear. And I know a lot of people, because they want to be idiots about it or not mm-hmm. see the bigger picture. They would like sell Warner Brothers to Disney and we can have like, crossover mm-hmm. events with DC. I'm like, no, it's no. bigger than that. I no, said, you know, no, Disney no. just bought Fox. Fox is one of the biggest studios ever. Disney already bought Fox. They cannot buy Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. They tell the me Glamour, Disney will control their own studios, Everything. Pixar, and then two of the other biggest studios. Mm-hmm. No. I don't need that. I don't need that. Niggas out of here. Shit, we need more studios to pop up. Shit. And I, quite as it's kept, I'll take Tyler with his Backwards ass, bro. No, uh, no, 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 black woman universe. No, you know, no, 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 yo. I seen that niggas do trailer. No, okay, I was for the act. Yeah, I call that shit freedom papers, bro. They call it composition book. It's the notebook. This is weird as fuck. Yo, I was day drinking a few days ago and I said, fuck it. Okay. Let me watch. Let me just watch whatever movies on free because I got YouTube premium. Like, let me see what if, whatever free movies on here. Mm-hmm. They have Medea goes to jail. I said, fuck it. Let me turn this shit on. I said, you know what? I did hit me. Tyler Perry does everything wrong. Yes. His visuals be shit. Mm-hmm. The dialogue is terrible. The story is just like not well written at all. And he does this one thing that I completely hate that movies do. I have never been able to really explain it until I finally saw it again. He does this thing where you cut back and forth from your A plot and B plot immediately. There is no time Mm. or room to breathe with anything. Mm. So I'm watching this movie. Whatever that story with Derek Luke and being the lawyer with fucking Rudy Huxtable and she's the prostitute. You have that. Oh, um, yeah, that's the type of play. When she get end up with AIDS because he's telling her you sleep around to me. Yeah, that silly ass move with uh, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> so he, yeah. he, he cuts between these stories. So you have this storyline and then Medea's doing mm-hmm. some shit. You go back to that serious shit. Immediately next scene, it's Medea doing shenanigans. I'm like, there is no time to let this story breathe. And it somehow just solves itself in the end. Yo, because shit, time running down. We got to get this shit fixed. Yeah. 
That nigga realized, nigga, we done dicked around for, for three weeks. And we didn't know, yeah. We didn't that's why he's ending yet. Series in two days. That's what shit. Series in a week. Yeah, this nigga is. He's, he's a demon. <laughs> also, I found Viola Davis is in this movie. And what? Goes to jail. And Derek Luke. And Sofia Vergara. Yeah, I knew. And Judge I Mathis. Bruh. And I said, how the hell did he get these niggas in his movie? Because he's Tyler Perry. That's Oprah friend. He's going to get them in his movie. Chill. That nigga's terrible, bro. <laughs> Yeah, he gotta go. He gotta go. Who's the white Tyler Perry? Is there a white Tyler Perry? No one is, is that mediocre a... enough to be the white Tyler. Maybe Adam Sandler. Mm, I don't know. Well, maybe some of his earlier work, but what's that no. shit when he was in that blue suit for the whole movie? <laughs> and then you were Uncle not you, you must have forgotten his Netflix run. Adam Sandler needs to be arrested for what hmm. he did on Netflix. His Netflix movies are terrible. Wait, like the one where he played his twin sister? And then like three of them? Jack and Jill. Like the Christmas one? Bruh, he has yeah, a lot of movies. He does Huey Halloween. What's the little Nikki? Well, I don't know if that was bad but, or if it was just... I, was watching, I watched a little Nikki uh, last week. Mm-hmm. It's not up? the worst thing. Okay. Well, shit, Waterboy, that was terrible. Yeah, no, nigga, wait. Nah, bro, Waterboy is out of pocket. Waterboy is bro, like... It is. It's uncalled for. It is. It's dangerous. That's what it is. I know that shit didn't age well. I don't even gotta look at it. It did not. Like we no. when people talking about when people were talking about um how crude and rude people were to to um the mentally challenged. I said, were they? Mm. And I'm like, I started thinking about it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Very. <laughs> yeah. With reckless nineties, tough. Forget about it. Somebody, somebody did remind me that there used to be a sketch on in Living Color called Handyman, oh, where oh, yeah, Damon Wayne played the handicapped superhero. No, oh, I'm, wait, I'm thinking about the actual Handyman. Wasn't uh, Jim Carrey was like that bald nigga with one strand of hair and like a a gap tooth with that tube? Oh my god, I know who you're talking about. Is that it? Let me look this up. No, I that's know not, not it. All right. Look up, look up, handyman from In Living Color. Yeah, let me put this down. I don't even have. I just saw a steal of a YouTube video. Yeah, I don't even so, know more. So he has, so he has a thing, right? He has a thing where here's how out of pocket it was. Anytime he would be ready to go out the window and fly, he would just fall out the window. Like head first out the window, and then somehow he just flies back up. Oh, this is terrible, bro. This is not good. This is very bad. Yo. It is awful. The thumbnails. These pictures ain't even moving, and I can see how bad these are. Bro. Out of pocket. Out of pocket. This is terrible. This was really doing this shit, bro. The Adventures of Handyman Part One. What are you, Handyman? The Justice Legion of America. <sighs> Adventures of Handy Boy. See, nope. Let's go ahead and 
So that's kind of like water, boy. I'm like, what? Like water? Like, yeah, he's clearly on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And they made a whole movie about it. Yeah, everybody's just sitting I, on him the entire movie. I'm like, bro, not okay at all. Not at okay. All. Uh, so let's get into this album. How you Bruh. feel? You're a month in. I'm still, I'm still replaying that motherfucker. I'm like, <laughs> I'm still, I still know that America has a problem. Like, <laughs> bro, America has a hearing that shit the first time. I'm like, God damn! First of all, that whole album is fire. Yes, that whole album is fire. Yes, yes. I'm glad I went to sleep and decided to listen to it in the morning because I knew I would not have made it. If that Kendrick album kept me up all night the way it did, I knew for a fact. I knew for a fact that this Beyonce album would. Yes. Yes. And it uh, sure the fuck did. I did not go to sleep till like five that morning. I had to go to work at seven. <laughs> yeah. See, this one had I to wait. Sleep. Played it at the gym. I'm like, yo, this shit, I like this shit moving. Bam. When I tell you, nigga, I lost three pounds because of this fucking album. <laughs> like, at the park every day, running, shit on repeat. This shit is. is fire. Yes. Can't get no higher than this. No. 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 <laughs> Nigga. Grind. Well, you know I grind when I pull up these jeans. Or my... Nigga, that is my song. That I claim that song. My song. That belongs to me. I love seeing all the visuals of it because, like, the, the 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 visuals that people are doing to meme it are perfect. Yes, yes, God. I'm like y'all are <sighs> Beyonce. She only got to choose a single. Y'all are doing it for her, right? It is. It seems no, like yeah. the whole album is just singles. Outside of there's mm-hmm. a run at the end where I'm like, eh, this is probably like hey, the downside. Started where? I'm gonna go. Probably thick and all up in your mind. I'm like, yeah, these are kind of just nigga. Those are good. Those are good songs. But I'm talking about like we go from I'm that girl, cozy alien superstar, cuff it, energy, break my soul, church girl, plastic off the sofa, Virgo's groove, move, heated. It kind of tones down at thick, and thick is a song too. But like at this point, thick and all up in your mind, it tones down. Yes. See, I, I don't know, man. I feel you. That's I love that run right from the end of Virgo's. Well, all of Virgo's groove, but the end of it, right into move, and then Virgo's groove. In. I was like six hey. minutes. Hey, Virgo's gro- blow walked so Virgo's groove could run because there's no way like that. <laughs> I was feeling that way about Cuff It. I was like. Cuff it, and then I, I can see what Virgo's groove. It gives me blow energy. And I, I'm, I think the one thing that people always just say that how I'm talking about Beyonce standing out with just the music and the structure of the album. I said, on top of her just giving us an actual album and not a collection of songs, mm-hmm. she's giving us like actual song structure. The one thing mm-hmm. that I hate, I've always hated about new era music and how such microwave it is. Come on. 
Come on. Two minute songs don't do anything. I don't. I mean, you can have like one. Like even when Beyonce did the video for Kitty Cat, yes, the yeah. video is a the video is a minute and a half, but the whole song itself is heat. But it and people, it was consistent. Yeah, people were really just they're giving you one verse and a hook and just keeping the song there. There's no real song structure. Is it cheaper? Is it cheaper to do that? Like, it's if I'm paying a songwriter, is that cheaper? Because I don't know how else to explain it. It's because they get these regular ass beats. Now some of the beats be really good. A lot of people, and that's what I'm starting to learn now that people are on the internet and you kind of just figure things out yourself. A few things that I've learned, and I think it applies to kind of, it, they were talking about as far as why singers can't sing that much anymore. Mm-hmm. And they said because they're not really putting in their 10,000 hours and how you got your 10,000 mm-hmm. 10, hours. You took music sure. lessons at school. That mm-hmm. got defunded. Mm-hmm. Or you went to church. People don't go to mm-hmm. church like that anymore. So people aren't really getting their training in to mm-hmm. do these things. I think that same thing applies with producing. Yeah. I think that same thing applies with producing because these people, they don't know how to, when it's time for a breakdown or a bridge, mm-hmm. you have to change the, re- like, you you change the beat in a way. Mm-hmm. You switch out certain patterns and tracks. You still keep the tempo. You switch, we switch out patterns and tracks. You throw in you throw in some other sound, you throw some uh, throw some other sounds in it. That's mm-hmm. how a record was three and a half, four minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just not nope. doing that. It's just like verse, hook, that's the song. Which is and and hold up, let me that in mind, let me pull up America has a problem. Cause that even that hold up. America has cause th- it um, this makes sense what you just said. So if you look at the lyrics, um, the way that America has a problem is structured, you have the chorus, was it the pre-chorus? That's really what I was getting at, is that um, you don't see songs. It's the verse, I heard you got the default, blah, 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 refrain. I don't even know what this shit is. I know I've seen it before, like growing up, because I ain't uh, into music, but I ain't into the business side, and I don't know that shit, but you got the refrain, yeah, the booty gonna do what it want to hit it one time, multiple. Then you got the pre chorus, boy, you can't get no high, which I thought that was the chorus, but the actual chorus is the grind, boy, you know, I grind. like just looking at the lyrics. If you look at this song versus no shade to these artists, I don't know, I can't even say Kalani because I think her music is pretty, I don't know, but these newer folks, um, you don't get that, and you don't get. Like the novelty of a two-minute song is lost when your album is all two minutes, but you get like, like you said, Kitty Cat from Beyonce. You get um, if you are available for one twelve. You get Birthday Cake from Rihanna. You get those songs where people crave more because it's so short and it's so good. But the rest of your album is full. It's fleshed out. I think back to one of my favorite albums in general was MF Doom's Mad Villainy. Mm, okay. And his song accordion t- times in at a minute and fifty nine seconds, mm. and I'm just like, this nigga is just rapping for two minutes, and I'm like, this yep. beat is infectious. He's just rapping, and then the song just kind of just ends. And I said, wait, that's it? Mm-hmm. But then there's just like other records. If he gave us just a bunch of two minute records like that, it wouldn't be a special. So like even right. some the simplest cuff it, which I believe cuff it maybe four four and a half minutes. But it's wow. It's only three minutes and fifty three seconds. Yeah, that shit. Okay, bro. look it up the lyrics right now. 
you have verse one, pre-chorus, chorus, post-chorus, verse two, pre-chorus, chorus, and post-chorus again. Verse three, which I thought was the bridge. That hypersonic <laughs> sex erotic on my body, boy, you yeah, gotta hit the yeah. dry legs while I, I thought that was a bridge. That is a that is a third verse. Yes, yes. It, okay, this is another thing. Everything you just said, everything I just said, and I want to add in the queer element um, to this album because not only are we getting disco, dance, techno, hip hop, old school hip hop, dance, all that you shit. Still gotta take me ballroom, by the way. Huh? Oh no! Hey, 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 it's in the words. Hey, it's in the words. It's in the words. I'm searching. I'm searching to find something because I'm uh, might have to fuck around and go to Houston because Dallas ain't doing what they're supposed to be doing. Um. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm saying, nigga, I've been looking. So, uh, but no, the, but even if you pick up on the the ballroom queer culture that is infused in this album, the way in which you'll hear people speak at a ball, at an event, just like the MC. If you, I'll, um, I'll, I'll tell you who is the first time I heard this in mainstream music. And I was completely blown away, not because it was done well, no shade to the artist, but because I was not expecting that on a mainstream song. It is um, Common, Pharrell did it in Common's, um, what's Common's album with the blue tracks in it? Universal Mind Control. Yes, that. The cadence at which a um, MC speaks, Beyonce does that in a few of these songs. I know at the end of heated well no 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 not so much but yeah it, it's in there but it's the way that um you're, you're getting these words out that could be considered a chorus it could be considered a verse but it's very much uh i don't i don't have the words for it but i just know that this is i'm, I'm gonna leave it where, i'm gonna leave it where it is but just know there is added um um cultural specific cadences and uh word choices that are used that very much was like going to assure that this album was going to be a number one no matter what just because like the gays and queers and they these and thems was definitely um was targeted with this album i'll say that i've been seeing videos of y'all dancing on it i'm like damn bro this is damn. like this album yeah. is really for y'all i'm it's, it's y'all world I'm just music, in it. Nigga. This is our fucking music, bro. Like, I, I, I got some stories for you, nigga. This is our music, fam. But so. shit is fuck, cause like even that's funny. For my parents to both be super religious, well, my mm -hmm. mom really wasn't that super, that religious, but my dad was. I still always understood that music because they kind of enjoyed it. So mm -hmm. anytime it was just beyond, they never played it a lot. But when it would come on, they knew like the back of their hand. Yeah. They love giving lectures and soliloquies about. <laughs> <laughs> like any, in, they're kind of like me. Like anytime there's something on, like they give me all the background information, so I hear it. Mm. So this goes like I, I like these sounds always, bro. And is, it's just this is familiar, I'm, I'm a historian type too, so it's like you can track everything that she did and like where it came from. Oh, every oh my god, every like when I heard break myself, I'm like this sound like that shit they used to be on and like on like those shopping montages and TV shows in the '90s, and I realized, oh, that's the song. Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't playing. Her, she was not fucking playing. First of all, Beyonce gonna Beyonce gonna fuck up a big free sample. 
Do you hear she me? She's gonna fuck up with like, Big Frida. Like, man, she. Like, who is she? <laughs> that motherfucker. Like, just a little bit of sprinkling of like two seconds of the next song in the end of the current song. Like, how do you. Like, what is it? One through six is almost a whole just full song. Just one full fucking song. A 12 inch remix of the album. Like, bruh. And then, oh, yeah, here's what the album falls off me. I do not like Church Girl. It does mm, nothing for me. It does nothing for me. Like I was into okay. it the first day, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool." <laughs> yeah, no, same. I was just like, "It's cool." Like I see it the same way that I see. Is it Daddy Lessons? Wow, nigga, what you don't like Daddy Lessons? Oh, nigga, is it Daddy, lessons? Daddy lessons? The one that she performed that. Yes, yeah, I see. Like, I like it's a real, it's a cool record. It's cool that you branched out and did that, but it does nothing for me. <laughs> like, I think that's, that's awesome fair. that you did that shit. Like, that's fair. I love that. I am good. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, somebody let to ask me say, it's, I feel like Church Girl is their favorite song. I'm like, why would you think that? Like, <laughs> what about me? Says I like Church Girl. It's, I'm with you. Firstly, and I can even still just listen to the album without skipping nothing, but. More times than not, we get to have to break my soul. I'm hitting straight for Virgo's groove, and I like plastic off the sofa. Plastic off the sofa just sounds like it doesn't belong on the album. And here's what I mean by that Mm -hmm. I said, This does not sound like her, not her singing, but it doesn't sound like her. Mm -hmm. I found Mm -hmm. out Sid wrote the record. It sounds like it it sounds like a Lucy off of Sid's last album. Mm, Okay, like it sounds like Sid. And I realized in that mm-hmm. moment, the internet is never coming back. <laughs> They're oh, done. Yeah. They're done. Yeah, unfortunately. But, Do you think Virgo's it should be groove, off the album? Okay. Those vocals in Virgo's groove, my nigga. Yes. <laughs> those yes. vocals. Oh, absolutely. In Virgo's groove. I said this for everybody that was trying to act like Beyonce can't sing. Yep. I have said, they're like, no. Nah. I'm like, bro, why y'all love saying Beyonce can't sing? They love bringing up. Oh, for Jasmine Sullivan, um, yes. Fantasia, um, Kiki Wyatt, bro. Anybody will tell you, and I have, I think, again, growing up at church, I grew up around a lot of singers. Hell, half my family mm-hmm. can really sing. So many of my cousins that could really sing, mm-hmm. every time they have struggled singing a Beyonce record. No, absolutely. They struggled singing Halo. Mm-hmm. They struggled singing. One somebody I knew struggled. She was a gifted singer. I think she was like seventeen. When I was working at the radio station. She could not sing me myself and I. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started on love on top. Sure. Like, no. I tell people. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's it. I tell yeah. people like this all the time. Beyonce is a very is is a very technically. Is a, is a very technically skilled singer mm-hmm. in the same way that Floyd Mayweather is a very technical boxer. Mm, okay. In the same way that who can, is there, I'm trying to think of a basketball player. Mm-hmm. Bugsy Bowles. Probably Chris Paul. Yeah, that's what I mean. 
in the way that these people are very skilled at what they do, they're just not flashy with it, but they are super mm-hmm. effective and it's mm-hmm. gonna hit. Mm-hmm. Just because Beyonce is not giving you, she gave you runs in Virgo's groove, nigga. She's yeah. laying her, she's stacking her vocals in Virgo's groove. And, she's a very skilled singer. No, very. In years in the game, yes, very. Um, I, I think with this project, another thing that maybe people are upset about, even with the singing, but not understanding it, this is a lot of dance music. You don't necessarily have to be belting out lyrics. She's giving you, like you said, a lot of technique, a lot of technique, like tip, tip, tip on hardwood fours, 10, 10, 10 across the boards. My face card never declines. My God, give me that, give me that, give me that. Ah, yeah, like that, that's gay. Like that's very gay. That's very specific. And like, <laughs> I could say the same shit and not sound as good. You know what I'm saying? It's funny talking to you because like I can, like, I have to beat the bu- I have to beat around the bush and say these things. You just outright say, <laughs> like, I oh yeah, no, no, that. shit, gay as fuck. No, this shit is <laughs> yeah, this shit is very gay. Like I'm still making sure I'm learning that shit verbatim because I don't care where the fuck I'm at when I hear, hey, I'm. That's why heated. The end of heated is my fa- like. I like heated. That shit is hard. <laughs> minute and nineteen seconds. I'm like, oh yes. <laughs> People yes. talk about they hate their yeah. last minute 19 seconds. I'm like, I don't know but why, but I feel like you're uncomfortable if you don't like that last that's, minute. Truly, that's all good. You walk into any bar and you hear somebody tip, tip, tip on hardwood floor. 10, 10, 10 across the board. Nigga, like, he did it. I mean, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. He did his goal. Bro, that last minute, like that's what I want. I want that shit. I want four minutes of that shit. Like, and that's it. why people are talking about. Um, let me actually go because I'm on Genius right now because I like looking at credits. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, it's clearly written by Drake." I said, "Yeah, Drake wrote it." But I said, "I don't think he's the only writer on this thing." Because, like, shit. to me, when I hear Drake, I hear Drake on the hook. Mm, I okay, feel I like. You said what? No, I said I, I could see that. I was about to say. But yeah, Drake's, that is Drake on the hook all day. But I said, then what's going on in the actual verses? I'm like, that's Beyonce. And mm-hmm. there's definitely another writer in here somewhere. To where I'm just. God, I, bro, I just, I'm sorry. That last minute, that's like a minute and 10 seconds, bro. You. <sighs> That, I'll, Uncle, I'll John, that, that Uncle Johnny ad lib in the background. I'm like, nah, this Bam. is hard. Bam. <laughs> like, like, this is hard. Like, stolen Chanel locked me up in jail. <laughs> Uncle Johnny <laughs> made my motherfucking dress. That cheap spandex. She looks a mess. Yes. That. Don't even get me started, nigga. Don't get me She knew that. she gave us one of the best albums of all time, man. Hey. I'm hey. capping out of all time. She gave us one of the best albums of the year for sure. No, absolutely. I, um, I, the visuals too. Like I cannot wait for this shit to drop. Like the, not only did you give me a, a phenomenal album, great transitions, stacked vocals, great production, um, crediting motherfuckers to make sure that they do get their just desserts, their flowers. But now you're also giving me this visual element where you are most certainly highlighting these marginalized people who have 
been performing and considered underclass or less than, but now T.S. Madison has like a number one record because she's featured on on um on Cozy. You know what I'm saying? Like all these, and then fucking Honey. I forget the nigga name who um she sampled it from. He was a drag queen from year from way back. Her visuals, I already her visuals are so similar. Like pay, you're paying homage to the invisible. It's not like oh I love Diana Ross. I'm about to do a Diana Ross thing. No, you're paying homage to niggas in a community who were not seen and now they're at the forefront. Like it's nigga. And I think that's in the difference where even though I don't hate his album, like most, you know, mm-hmm. most people do the most, I don't hate his album. I said Ooh. to me, that is the clear, give me a way more thoughtful explanation of why I said there's a clear difference between her album and Drake's album. Oh, for sure. It's not just mm-hmm. dance music. I said, I feel like Drake just hopped, just found some beats and just hopped on them shits. Beyonce <laughs> dug in. Like Beyonce yeah. was here. Like she was around the ballroom, she was around these people. Mm. She went and got these folks, bro, to come in bro, and do that. Shit. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, man. And I, I like honestly, never mind. I'm not even like against it. And I feel like if you're going, if you want to spend a couple hours with house with dance, put on some a weekend, put on some Drake, and then round it out with some uh, Renaissance Act One. Like I'm, I, I feel like. I feel like that works, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, he, just my issue with him is just it's in, it's like um, it's like all over the place and incoherent. Mm, that's been my issue yeah. with every Drake album for like the past mm. I don't know how many years. Mm-hmm. But the music is not bad. It's just that they yeah, just be yeah. all over the place. He is not. Yeah, he's selling a brand. He's not selling music anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a for and then this TikTok too. Like I, I folks making music to go viral on TikTok, like making music that fits with the 15 second to three minute TikTok video. I hate video. that shit. Dude, I hate mm-hmm. that shit. That shit pisses mm-hmm. me off so much. Bruh. Yeah. That shit pisses me off. Like, I genuinely hate. I think and people are like, oh man, you sound like, oh, no, I just, I'm a lover of music, but at the end of the day, I between how I just look at things from a from a big scope of, from a big scope and me being mutual with the rights of people who write music on Twitter, mm-hmm. everybody's been saying the same thing for years. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been saying the same thing for years. Does it not bother anybody that there has not been a consensus memorable album in the last X amount of years. Mm-hmm. And the same and the ones that you consider memorable, it come from the same artists. It's always mm-hmm. that's, J. Cole, J. That's Cole fans that. love J. Cole shit. Tyler fans mm-hmm. will really love Tyler shit. Kendrick fans really love Kendrick shit. Mm-hmm. And of course Beyonce is Beyonce. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, right. like there's nobody to come up and just be like, oh, he caught us off guard with some fire. Because mm-hmm. like what <laughs> that like yeah, boosted man. a nigga's career. You haven't gotten that in a minute. No, because like um, put in perspective. Let me put in perspective like here, like right, like this, right? Mm-hmm. I'm big. I future Tyler Creator fan. I was I was into mm-hmm. all that crazy shit when I was in high school. 
Yeah. So I knew who the internet was when it was just Sid and Matt. Just those two mm. people. I was listening to them back then. That's their first album dropped exact a week exactly after my 16th birthday. Mm, okay. Their third album, which is Ego Death. I was 19. It was June. It was mid-June when no, it wasn't June. It was late May, I believe. One of those two. When Ego mm-hmm. Death drops, because he dropped the same day as Miguel's Wild Heart. It was June. That no. Ego Death shit caught everybody off guard. Even for yeah. those that was fans of them niggas. Like, we're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still play that shit. And that's in time when we were transitioning into streaming. Mm-hmm. That might be the last mm-hmm. album that I illegally downloaded. Because that <laughs> might be the last one that I legally downloaded. Yo. And we yeah. were just like, whoa. Like, yeah, we still think about that shit to this day. Mm-hmm. But now the way music works, nobody is nobody is selling music anymore. They are creating sounds and sound bites for TikTok. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so funny to be. I'm hearing these sound bites. I'm like, yo, this song is old as hell. Like that became a sound like that became yes. a sound bite now. Because I'd be on TikTok. I'll, I'll be on TikTok when I'm bored. I'm like, wait, that's a sound bite now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. My white kids don't know nothing about well, whatever. They get a hold Chill. to a song that we knew frontwards and backwards from the nineties, and all of a sudden. You know, that's why I like playing ideal. Like, you know. That's that's why I like with the when the bridge of fronting became like a soundbite for to them do a dance. I say, yo, that's mm-hmm. how now I'm getting old. I remember that song coming out that summer. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember where front was hot. I was getting my I was getting my hair braided in the back of the summer camp bus, going home. Uh, we were stuck in traffic, so I was like, "Hey, can you rebraid my hair?" And the counselor said, "Hell yeah!" Getting, that shit was playing on the fucking radio. I remember that shit. Mm-mm. Remember all of that, bro. I don't know how what's gonna happen with the music industry, and because music, the streaming, the music industry can survive forever. Hell, we just witnessed because mm-hmm. of Stranger Things, Kate Bush's record from fucking forty years ago. Yeah, that, about forty uh, years make ago. A deal with God. If I mm-hmm. could, that one. You, no, he wasn't running up the hill. The one that Max yeah, no, no, that's it. yeah, that's the joint. Like that's mm-hmm. like that record is like forty years old, and that became mm-hmm. a smash record. Yeah, and I just remember I'm like, yo, I remember uh, I I remember hearing that song. I said I've heard this song before, and I know that title, that name. Mm-hmm. Big boy from Outcast on a video. He was talking about how much like he loves listening to music outside of rap because it gives him a different perspective. And he said yeah. that was one of his favorite songs ever. Like. He was talking about that some song years back, and now it became mm-hmm. such a big phenomenon to hit because of a TV show. Mm-hmm. You can live off of old music, absolutely. So, with you living absolutely. off of old music and just so much in the digital age going on, nothing sticks anymore. Mm-hmm. And I say, mm-hmm. I'll say this quietly and i do not like this girl at all she gets on my goddamn nerves <laughs> quietly summer summer walker's second album was better than her first oh but you okay. would not know that mm. you would not know that shit 
because that's just not how its condition go. I feel like if Bryson Tiller's anniversary album dropped before this overconsumption of music and media, mm-hmm. you probably would have, everybody probably would have adored that album. Yeah. But there's just so much going on now. You don't really, you know, I'm glad Frank Ocean didn't drop him. Y'all niggas don't know how to act. Bruh, he's been lost in the, yeah, I don't know. I don't, music dropping used to be a event. You know, now, now it's like I get on title. <laughs> this was new. I, I said know. now with everything, how everything's going, and just so much dropping, people like fucking ten albums only drop in one day. Mm-hmm. I think we're in the place now where music should start dropping again on Mondays and Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why the because, fuck not? Because something about because I always said the way that the way it was like that is because when things are very strict. These industries knew they were competing for each other's mm-hmm. time. So mm-hmm. new movies will come out on Fridays. Most TV shows will come out Monday through new episodes will come out Monday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. TV shows will come out on Friday. And maybe sometimes Sundays, but even Sundays knew not to get in the way of games. Mm-hmm. So you had time to do everything. Yeah. I am not gonna be worried about. Who's in, who's the guy I used to listen to? I was kind of listening to. What is that nigga's name? Oh, one of them depressed ass niggas. XXX. I'm not listening to that nigga on a Friday night. Yeah. Go out, nigga. I'm gonna listen to, I'm gonna listen to Wayne Future. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to fucking XXX. <laughs> about to, she got off work. I ain't about to listen to that shit. That's gonna have to wait till Monday. Monday might yeah. be, might be busy. That's going to wait till Tuesday. By Tuesday, I forgot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, there there used to be a standard there, and now niggas is doing what they want. Um, see, that's how my whole show came about. Um, dropping on Sundays, I was like, you know, I got to pick a day of the week to get consistent, so people will know. I said, why not a fucking Sunday? So end of the weekend, niggas go right back into work. If you ain't got shit to listen to on the ride to work or whatever, if you get used to me dropping on Sundays, you're going to look for this on Monday morning when it's time to go to work, if not Sunday night. That was like exactly. eight years ago. So, like, yeah. And, yeah. and that's why I love dropping. I've done drops on multiple days. I think I love dropping on Mondays the best. Mm, okay. Yeah, I think I love dropping on Mondays because no one really drops on a Monday. Mm. A lot of podcasts, the motherfuckers love dropping on Fridays, and I hate that shit. Yeah, Friday for me, it's always been weird, only because unless you're at a level where niggas gonna stop what they're doing anyways, it's like that's you going into the weekend. Motherfuckers just have to be off work, kids just have to be out of school. Like, I don't, unless I'm just de- dedicated to whatever you're talking about, I don't know that I'm listening. To nothing on no Friday. Not, yeah, you got to be damn important. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, any, what new movies or some shit you've been watching? <clears throat> Just finished saying, man. Um, before that, I watched this shit on HBO Max, but this is because I have a. Um, 
the podcast I'm guesting on is called Sort Of, and it's a it's queer, it's very queer, but it it almost feels like take kind of the humor of Insecure, but just put it on like a trans person. And it's called what? Those specific. It's called Sort Of, and this motherfucker, like the situations they found him, I was like. What the fuck is happening? Like this is weird, but it's it's, it's kind of like a I would say if you took <clears throat> like a Seinfeld and Insecure and kind of mix it together. I hope it's not like bigging it up too much because I don't want niggas to be like, all right, this is my diversity quota, and they'd be like, this shit was ass. <laughs> like it's not my weird. diversity quota. Um, yeah, like I got I reached my quota for the month. This is good, but it's it was funny to me, and I got dry humor. <laughs> so like, you know. Um, not without its faults, but I watched that shit. Um, hold on, this way, this is this is. I just looked it up. Damn, let's check it out. All the diversity quotas. Yay, bruh. Yes. <laughs> a non-binary millennial yeah. trying to balance their roles as a child of Pakistani immigrant parents, mm-hmm. a bartender at an LGBTQ bookstore and cafe, and a caregiver to young yeah. children, a professional couple. And the and the and the couple is. But as a white husband, Asian mom with two biracial kids, like God they, damn, they checking all the boxes. They check, God yeah. damn, this is a super Ma'am. team. This is a no, diaper. truly. <laughs> but it's 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 honestly it's funny. But I feel like it's one of those kind of slice of life uh, shows that may not be for everybody. But it's it's I enjoyed it. Um, I like the slice of life TV yeah. shows because they always give you a unique perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think every show. Those show those type of shows will never get old to me because there's always something kind of new, a new perspective that you'll always get from it. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I was the biggest Sex in the City fan when I was in college. Okay. Sex in the City is the one that dopest. And I think I've always told I said, if you want to get get any form of cheat code on women in general, I say watch Sex yeah. in the City. Like every you will learn everything you need to know and everything will click. I'm like, fuck, was I being that much of a dumbass? Yeah. Did I really do that? Something that stupid? God damn! Mm-hmm. And you say you will stop. You will stop fumbling, bad bitches. If you watch Sex in the City, you will understand exactly where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. It's just facts. <laughs> it yeah. is just facts. But like those, like Sex in the City is always really dope to me. The Sex Lives of College Girls on HBO Max. I love that. Bro, one. that shit is funny. That bro, no, no. that shit is funny as fuck, bro. <laughs> that one girl who was super sexually active because she was like her bro. first time like having a dick for real, and she got a UTI because she ain't know the VIP. Bro, that no, that is truly a funny. And I don't, you know, I don't really go up for white protagonists all the time, but that even that motherfucker, she was funny. I you were funny. I'm like, yo, she looked. I kept saying like, yo, she kind of like Timothy Chalamet a little bit, like a. I think that's his sister. Actually, that's his sister. <laughs> That's his yeah, sister. I like, okay, I was like, yeah, no, no, no. I, they're related. Like, same head shape and everything. That's what uh, I'm saying. Like, she looked like a weird little Timothy Chalamet type. Like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. That's weird. Sister. But, yeah. Them or niggas, even, like, it's, like, cool little... Pers- you get cool little stories. And, like, I think it's... I know we always talk about diversity quotas and hires, but everybody's story is different. Like, I like watching the show Rami. Rami is amazing. On Hulu, there's actually me and one of my uh, close friends. It's like our favorite TV show, but well, one of our favorite TV shows. Like his perspective of being the first generation 
first generation um, Egypt uh, immigrant of Egypt from, am I saying it right? First generation American born from his parents being Egyptian immigrants. Okay. And like What's his life thing? as him now that he's like 30. He's great. Broad city. Like you can do a <laughs> lot with these type of shows. Bro, that's my shit too. Broad city <laughs> What's the niggas? Um, the the niggas in the office, the three white boys. Um, that's my. I think they they go hand in hand. Broad City and unemployed. No, what is it called? Uh-oh. Workaholics. Yes, yes. Workaholics and Broad City to me, those are companion shows. Those niggas in the same universe. Some. Yeah, like these white, like these white folks is crazy. Like that. Even we hate freaking Lena Dunham, but Girls was mm. a good TV show. Mm. Girls is a really good TV show. Like, honestly, yeah. But I, I'm I'm gonna say this: I watched it, did not know her, and was like, okay, this is pretty cool. But I only got like a couple episodes in season one. I never revisited the show. So you say it's good. I'm going with it. It's good. I think what ruins the show for a lot of people is like you realize, oh, this girl is just like. She is just so caught up in white feminism to where mm-hmm. it's a detriment. Like she will not understand any oh, yeah. other perspective. That's not white feminism. Mm-hmm. But the show was good. Like these type of perspectives are like kind of cool. Like the slice. Of, everybody's mm-hmm. life is different. Yeah, we get we get so many motherfucking cop shows, uh, fucking military propaganda movies. Come don't on, even, don't even get me started on fucking superhero content. And I love superhero content. Bro. No, yes, same. These shows are all just. They do their own thing. They serve their own purpose. Like it's it's kind of meant to just be. It's always kind of just meant to be his own thing. And speaking mm-hmm. of like slice life, I've watched the movie on the count of th- on the count of three with Gerard Carmichael. Amazing movie. He directed it. Where him and his friend, oh. they where they want to kill themselves, and they say, "Wait, wait a minute, we should just have one day, just do whatever we want." Mm-hmm. Okay. And you kind of just learn the differences between why one person wants to take their life and why the other. Mm-hmm. And so, kind of in the back of your mind, you know that the other guy, one of them, like, "Oh no, he's like at his limit, like he's about to do this shit for real," and the mm-hmm. and the other. You're like, nah, this guy, he's just, he's lost and he needs to talk mm-hmm. to someone. He needs therapy. He needs some form of stability. Like, there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this is Sunday. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to check this out. It's a quick minutes. move. I think it's like 80 something minutes. Yeah. Okay. You just put me on. I'm definitely. Oh, there's a lot of girls in these pictures. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna definitely check this out. Okay, this should look. I look kind of good. Yeah, it look kind of good. My nigga, you gotta ready. watch. Um, you still gotta watch Ready or Not. That's why I should. Sam, that is definitely on my list. Could I tell you what the movie uh, is about? <laughs> Oh no! I see. But go ahead. I saw the trailer. But go ahead. Knock it out. So, essentially, I tell everybody. I have to give everybody a warning because it's insane. Essentially, 
this super, super rich family, they made a deal with the devil back in like the late 1800s, early 1900s. That brought them their amassed wealth that they have. So for them to keep that pact, with for them to keep that pact they have with the devil, they anytime they bring a new person in the family, they have to play, they have to play um a game. Side note, their fortune comes from their like they're kind of like the family. Imagine like the family who owns that owns some shit like Mattel or Hasbro mm. or some shit like that. Like that's them. Mm. So they have to play a game. For most games, all you have to do is just play the game. If you draw hide and seek, they have to cap they have to actually hunt you down and sacrifice mm. you. Like it is it is some shit. Yeah. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I'm watching that shit. Cause it, yeah, you it, gotta it watch that shit. Like the invitation, man. And I'm and I'm ready for that. I don't care how corny that is. Man, I'm you really about to watch the invitation, shit. man? Fuck yeah! Shit. I love vampires, nigga. I don't, nigga. I love a vampire movie show. And that nigga from um the new Gossip Girl. I don't really care for his character, but I think he's a you know if you're gonna look at a plain looking white guy, he's a pretty good actor. Um, then that mixed race girl from um, I think October Faction, she's in there too. So no, they won't get no no negress, no negress in them. But I love vampire movies, man. I'm watching that shit. I don't care. I'm on it. I'm on it. Man, you can have that. <laughs> you can, you can have that. Nah, man, I don't know. Vampires don't do nothing. They don't do nothing for me though. Shit, I love it, nigga. Vampires is cool as fuck. They don't yeah. do nothing for me at all. What else? What else? So I watched Child's Play today. I watched Child's Play oh, today. Okay. The original. Mm-hmm. Chucky is funny. Hell. Chucky is genuinely funny. Like that nigga has legit. He has like legitimate jokes. And I was just kind. Of, I was interested in. I like to rewatch. Now they're pretty much. Summer isn't over, especially now that since we're in Texas, it's not really over mm-hmm. until damn yeah. near October. But people are kind of getting that energy. Mm-hmm. And and people are kind of getting that energy to like bring that shit back. So like I'm I like watching scary movies this time of year. Yeah. Learning a lot about child's play was interesting. Like I found out for that one, them niggas made like eight animatronics for specific different modes and moments of the shot. Mm-hmm. They also had a little person wear a mask and do specific scenes if you had to like really be moving around or walking. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things that I found out, I think in the earlier scene when Chucky killed somebody, they actually got one of the think the director they got his neighbor's two-year-old child and dressed them oh. up in in the outfit oh. to do scenes okay. of him running back and forth in the background yeah so it's like Ooh. the doll it's is moving creepy. like you said it's creepy. Are creepy too so yeah <laughs> so yeah got this hyperactive yeah, two-year-old running around <laughs> like, Ooh, god right damn in. that nigga moving mm. but yeah that shit's fire as well what else <laughs> 
What else was I watching? I watched something else really Yo. interesting yesterday. And I cannot remember the name of it. Ex Machina. Yeah. That's, that's what I was watching yesterday. Isaac. Oscar Isaac, that nigga is dope. Mm-hmm. No, he is. He can act. Yes. Waterhead ass nigga. He can act. Chill. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that nigga with that shaved head. You see how big that nigga head was. <laughs> that nigga was always drinking too. I said, bro, he look he was so weird. That's what they I'm not so I'm glad he they tapped into that idea of these super rich like tech guys who are like geniuses. They're weirdos. Mm-hmm. Like before yeah. we even really I mean, Elon Musk was always a thing before we, he was like in our face. Or before we knew how crazy Mark Zuckerberg really was. I mean, we kind of assumed like this nigga is like on this remote land. Secluded land with these androids, with these women who are androids, and he's getting like blacked out drunk all the time. It's weird. That ending fucked me up. No, he was a dumbass. No, no, truly, truly, but just watching her and knowing like what happened to him, like, damn, and locked that nigga in the house. This nigga will never, he's going to die here. He's going to die. There's no. Ugh. He's he's a dumbass. Like, Oscar Ooh. Isaac told him straight up, she's programmed to flirt with you. Yeah. I designed her to fit your profile of somebody that you would like. No. Idiot. <laughs> Idiot, bro. No, yeah, he's going to die. Starvation immediately. Nigga is dead. This what happens. This what happens when you have when you let incels make decisions. Mm, You're not wrong, (laughs) bro. Like any person, be like, no. I'm like, yes, she passed the test. Whatever. No, we should get you out of here. She's a robot, my nigga. <laughs> like, bro. I'm like, this is a robot. What are we doing here? It's the same motherfucker mm-hmm. probably would have saved Sonny and I robot, nigga. Man, I would have killed Sonny the first chance I got. Man, pull that fucking wires apart. That neck leak oil. Die. Robot going, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Idiot. Trap that nigga. Dumbass nigga. Good movie though. But he's still an idiot. Yeah. But that's all I got. Shit, that's all I got. BT Awards coming at you. Bro, fuck I. Was there been BT Awards this year? No, 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 nigga. Shit. I don't know nothing about that. I don't know about them people and that stuff. What that girl say? <laughs> Keep that over there. Oh. I don't know no nothing idea. about what y'all got going on, but that's this. not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was her. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. Oh yeah, they already had it. Uh, Lil Nas X was like, fuck BT. I remember that, his, uh, his song. So yeah, it happened already. That's crazy. 
I don't give no fucks about BET. But all right, man. This is end episode 98. Y'all take care.